This is my battlefield This is my one and only life My family depending on me One shot to get it right I'm shedding this old skin I'm not going back to where I've been I'm in pursuit of manliness Let me testify Welcome into the Pursuit of Manliness podcast, where we are vigorously equipping men to pursue biblical manliness. My name is Jarrett Samuels. I'm the host and creator of the Pursuit of Manliness. Men, I want to thank you for taking the time and listening to today's podcast episode. Today is one of those that is uh, really close to me uh, for a lot of reasons, but one of the main reasons is because I'm going to kind of share my heart and journey with you these last number of weeks. I haven't released any podcast episodes uh, lately, and there's some intentionality behind that. There's a few pieces. I'm going to get into that. First of all, if you are a regular podcast listener. I want to say thanks before I get into this, Uh, but you may have noticed the music in the beginning. Uh, I had music in the beginning when I first started using a podcast. I went away from that. Um, Now I'm I'm back to it. The music that you heard is from a really good man named Tim Scott. He's a good friend of mine. He's a singer, songwriter, does literally everything, but he is a man who is on fire for Jesus. Uh, He takes being married to his bride very seriously. He takes, you know, parenting his children seriously, having an impact in the community, in his church, etc. And so I was talking to him. I said, man, I'd love for you to write a song for the Pursuit of Manliness podcast that really encompasses what is going on here in this journey that we are on helping men pursue biblical manliness. And that's what he did, man. He hit a home run. He is a solid, solid dude. And I am so, I'm thankful for his friendship, but I'm also thankful for uh, what he did by, by making that music. So thanks Tim for doing that. Appreciate you, brother. Um, the second thing is you may have noticed that, um, I said, vigorously equipping men to pursue biblical manliness. Uh, several of the podcasts, if you're just catching up or if you have listened to uh, the last handful of them, said, you know, raising the standard on what it means to be a man of God. I still believe in both those things. I mean, both those are absolutely what we're about. But if you're there from the very beginning, if you're with Pursuit of Manliness back when all this got started, when I first started, you know, recording episodes and, and even a lot of videos and stuff and the website, you saw that phrase, vigorously equipping men to pursue biblical manliness. And uh, I feel like I've brought that back, kind of had this uh, aha moment. And that's the crux of today's podcast. And I hope what I'm going to say today will resonate with you, especially if you have ever found yourself where I had found myself. And as you know, uh, the title of this podcast is Lost in the Great Indoors. And I had just, I'd shared with the men and tribe. I really had shared with my, my wife kind of the same thing. I had felt like a number of weeks ago, and I'd felt this for some time, that I had kind of lost the, the wonder of it all when it came to my relationship with God. It's not that I didn't believe in him. It's not that I saw uh, the the Bible any less impactful or anything like that. I I believe in all the things um, that I say, all the things that I do, but I just didn't have that same fire. And I saw being in the Word of God, teaching the Word of God, producing content for the Word of God, whatever, um, not producing content for the Word of God, but producing content that um, is based on the Word of God. I saw all that as just almost very uh, academic just like this content factory, if you will, whether it was sermon writing, uh, making videos, uh, tweets, Instagram, whatever. 
and it was very academic and it was just like at times almost forced. And I've always, I've tried to, especially with the pursuit of manliness, not force content. I have before, and I think it's always just a bad idea. It's never a good idea to force content. Uh, I think everything suffers. The the experience, the journey, the content, everything's not near as good when you force it. And so, but, but you feel like you need to put something out there. And I gotta be honest, it was really hard to go, you know, however many weeks, I don't know how many it's been, but a few without putting out video content or podcast content, just because it's been such uh, a part of the pursuit of manliness in the last, I don't know, last year and a half, possibly. And uh, so kind of taking that break, stepping back, and I had had some times, uh, a couple opportunities where I had been speaking at men's events. I love to do that. I'd love to you know, go to these events and connect with men and just really uh, implore them together. Let's let's get this right together. And man, when you get that opportunity, and, and some of you guys know this, you can really meet some of the salt of the earth men on this planet. I've had three opportunities in the last... I don't know, number of weeks and man, blessed, richly blessed by every single one of them. And if you've invited me to be a part of that, I want to say thank you. And I take that very, very seriously. And uh, man, what an opportunity to connect with your men in that fashion. But so I had these opportunities, I was crafting, you know, the messages or what I thought I wanted to talk about or what I felt like, you know, God was leading me to talk about when I went to these environments focusing on preaching, focusing on, you know, trying to map out some ideas and and things. I was teaching a a class in the midweek at our church and stuff. So it's had a lot going on and we had a spring break coming up. And truthfully with my kids, I was really dreading the spring break, if you will, because, uh, you know, I knew they'd be home. I, I love when my kids are out of school. I love summer break. I love Christmas break. We just enjoy being a family, but I felt like we were trying to force us to do something like we let's go somewhere. Let's do something. Let's and we ended up picking a place. It was a state park near here, and um, it was out in the, the woods a little bit. And, um, of course, state parks are out in the woods. We found a cabin, and we stayed there for a few days. And it was incredible. And uh, we were there, but when I first got there, I felt this immense amount of angst because I was waiting for my aha moment. I was waiting for like this epiphany where God would open the cloud and give me this series idea or this, you know, um, book of the Bible that he wants me to teach from or whatever it was. I just kept waiting for these, uh, these things to happen. And, and again, feeling this angst and it got to the point, like on the second day, I think it was the second day being there, maybe the third day, but second day it felt like um, where my wife was like, Hey, I'm going to take the kids to the pool. There was a pool uh, nearby indoors. And, um, I was like, great. So I went outside. I started reading my Bible. I got my journal out there and I got nothing. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, this is my opportunity to get away from everything. This is my opportunity to get out of the city. It's my opportunity to get away from my office. And I've been complaining to my wife. Hey, I feel like I just sit at two desks, you know, one at home where I'm working on stuff, one at the office where I'm working on stuff. And neither one, it's not good. You know, I need something different. And here I am trying to find something different and I'm trying to force this moment. And it, honestly, it wasn't until I closed my Bible, I closed my journal, put the pen down, I put my hands in my pockets and I just sat in this rocking chair, uh, staring at this uh, trail path type thing and uh, the trees that were in front of me. And I listened to like the wind blow and I listened to the tree, you know, the trees moving and I, I listened to the, the birds and it was this like aha moment. Almost like where my heart, it, without even forcing it, reconnected with God in a really unique way, in a way that hasn't happened in a really long time. And it was almost as if God just brought me back to everything that I talk about, like building these foundations and getting back to the heart of God and pursuing Jesus. And it, almost for a moment, it felt like like that epiphany moment I was trying to force it wasn't going to happen until I let God do what He needed to do. And what He actually needed me to do in a strange way was put the Bible down. And just sit 
and listen. Because with the Bible in my hand, I was still trying to force a spiritual journey. I was still trying to force this powerful spiritual moment that I could come back and and I could write this sermon series or I have this teaching video series or I could have. And I needed God to just really soften my heart and and almost bring me back um, a step or two and go, okay, let's let's refocus this. Let's reconnect. Let's reengage. And it was this very real moment for me that I thought, I get it. Like, okay, okay, I get it. And I needed to get out of my comfort zone and I needed to stop trying to, to force the issue. And what I found was I had been lost in the great indoors, right? Like what do we call the out, outdoors, the great outdoors? I was lost in the great indoors. I had spent all my focus in the last probably year and a half getting my home office and my um, church office and my backpack that if you see me anywhere you know I carry a backpack everywhere with everything I need in it that I can literally plug and play and I could record a podcast in my car I could do it you know out in the cabin I could do it um, I have stuff everywhere I have stuff everywhere to study the Bible I have my highlighters I have all my chargers I have whatever because I wanted to always be ready to produce content, to have an idea, to make this, to do this. Because I, I, I'm just wired that way. But God needed to reprogram me uh, a bit, if you will. And so uh, when it came to the pursuit of manliness, I needed to really refocus and throttle back. So what I want to do is just walk you through what the pursuit of manliness was supposed to be about and, and really what it is going to be about. The, the pursuit of manliness, it, we say follow, work, invest. We want to follow Jesus. We want to work and keep what has been entrusted to us. And we want to invest in others to do the same thing. Now, if you've been connected to the pursuit of manliness, you know this happens through a variety of different channels. There are uh, blogs. There's a podcast, which you are listening to right now. Uh, videos, uh, social media posts. Uh, we have a, a six-month community called Tribe, where guys commit to six months at a time. They read, do challenges, etc. Um, there's other platforms like One More Round and 30 and 30 and, and other things, uh, 90 Days of Focus, and other opportunities for men to engage for a short term and then kind of you know go back to just to kind of keep pulling us back together. And what I want to do is I want to help build better men together. Like I, I'm not interested in having like online stores and stuff because I want you to get an experience where we get better together. Okay. And so if you're connected to the pursuit of mailing, you know that you can find content on the Facebook page. You can find content in our closed Facebook group, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, iTunes. There, I, I say iTunes, but it's on other platforms like Spotify. I think Google Play. Um, I don't know. There's a plethora of them. I, I made a post recently where there was several platforms where you could find the podcast. And, and I even had a person or two add another one that, that I wasn't even aware of. So sometimes those are like podcast grabbers that just grab them from other places. Wherever. I, I think it's just about anywhere that you can get a podcast if you want. Um, and of course, the pursuitofmanliness.com website, which uh, is probably going to change here in the near future a little bit, just to simplify it. Um, it won't be a radical change. It'll be the same content, but just um, kind of keep it simple so I can keep it fresher, keep it moving forward. I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not tech savvy when it comes to building websites and stuff. I had a great friend set me up one, um, but as far as it goes, like maintaining it and keeping it changed, like that's just not my strength. So uh, I'm more concerned about um, again trying to build community and trying to produce better content. 
content than I am with IT support and stuff. So I need it, you know, as simple as I can get it. So, um, you know, so back to, let's get back to this idea uh, of just being lost here, right? So uh, the, the, the strategy of crafting a message for a variety of platforms can make the journey really foggy. And I want you to know that like if you're trying, if you're starting a side hustle or trying to do, you know, some of these man platforms, manospheres, whatever, uh, or any other platform for that matter, it, you know, every platform is a little bit different and, and every platform draws a different type of person, you know? So, um, if it's on, if you're on Instagram, it's all about the image, um, and, you know, grabbing an image that scrolls by their feed that's likable, and it's really about getting the right hashtags. Make sure the hashtags fit what you're about. Uh, Twitter, it, you know, really, the, Twitter is unique because it, you you give the idea of followers. So if someone has like 16 followers, you're like either you're really bad, or you know you don't tweet or whatever. And someone can have like 10,000 followers, and you think, man, this dude must be killing it. That's not always the case. You know, Twitter is a really unique platform that if you're not careful, you begin to manipulate your message for mentions and retweets. And then you begin to mention other people that are high influencers, hoping that they mention you back or retweet you back. And so you can gain quite a following on Twitter if you'll do that back and forth thing. Like, you know, here's my follow Fridays or whatever. And and I'm not saying it's bad, but I I just want you to know, like, there's certain, like, there's one guy, Stephen Mansfield. I really like and respect. Stephen Mansfield is like New York Times bestseller. Uh, You know, he was what accredited in like 2004, 2008, something like that for actually affecting the the presidential election, whatever, one of those years. and he has a thing called Great Man TV, and it is incredible. The content's incredible. It's very, very well done. And he has like 178 Twitter followers. So just because the followers, but our mind immediately goes to that. So Twitter is really unique. Facebook is about community and content. Okay, so or uh, you know, forgive me, not content, but comments. I don't know why I said that. Comments. So the more comments you get, the more that Facebook says, "Oh, something's going on here," and uh, your your numbers will go up. You don't see the numbers, but I see them. Those numbers go up based on comments, shares, likes. That stuff is huge. I'll have friends all the time, like when I'm messaging them or maybe we're on the phone or something, they'll say, man, you've been killing it lately. And I'm like, man, you haven't liked a post yet. Would you like it? Comment on it, share it. Anytime you do that, it helps Facebook say, Hey, this is, this is something credible. Just rolling it by your eyeballs and going, man, you've been killing it. Doesn't do anything really. I appreciate the feedback, but it's good for Facebook to see that as well. So, um, Facebook is really the the best free platform right now to develop that strong sense of community. So just within those three platforms, it's really unique. And YouTube, you know, do you make a really long video? Do you make a short video? There's a lot of moving pieces when it comes to this. So it's not the worker mission that gets me tired, that gets you weary, that gets you foggy, right? Um, that gets you off the right road. It was the trap of trying to see um, where all the other cars are going. Right? Like, if I would have stayed on my journey, my path, like, we, we just got back tonight from hiking as a family, and, you know, we'll look and we'll see a path that's somewhere different, and you're like, you want to try it? Yeah, let's try that. But if you look around, at most hiking places, there's all kinds of trails. And so if you just went on every trail where you saw somebody, you would never get to your destination. I mean, you would, you'd walk nine miles and, and almost get nowhere because you're constantly jumping on a different trail, a different path. You find the path. You agree this is the path we should go on, and you go that way. Well, with the pursuit of manliness, it's me. Like, there's not a team of guys. We're not meeting together at a coffee shop going, okay, what's the month of August look like for us? What kind of content are we kicking out? You know, who's writing blogs, whatever. So it's easy to begin to look around, and I'm, I'm guilty of this. I have, I have failed at this big time, and look at around, at peop- around at people who maybe – you know, rebrand, 
or, or always mention certain people or always create this type of content. And you go, man, I, I see they're growing by, you know, being edgier or talking about this or doing that. So it's not hard to get distracted and get lost in the great indoors when it comes to this. And just like anything else in life, the, 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 the getting off the path is, is very subtle. Right. And, and all of a sudden that's where like, isn't that where like where it all starts sin and things are very subtle, like the drifting and the moving away. And, and that's what it was for me with pursuit of manliness. It was this, you know, I need to get a B and C out every single day and I need to get this done, this done, this, and these platforms do it all the time. And this is how they do it. And this is how they engage. And I noticed, you know, certain closed groups that are growing really, really well and certain groups that weren't growing well. So I'd measure myself against both groups and, and, and it was very uh, delusional and it's not really the point of doing what what this is. It's not the point of doing a platform like this to to be to be chasing right. And so, what I needed to do was to uh, refocus, reconnect, and recharge. And God allowed us to have those you know handful of days, uh, four days uh, out in a cabin, out in the woods, away from distraction, in the hills of Indiana, right. I had to get back to really, God, why did you want me to do this in the beginning? Why, why did we start this um, in, in the first place, right? And in in, in what was it? It was what I said in the very beginning. Because I wanted to vigorously, I love that word, so that's why it's been in there. I wanted to vigorously equip, so give tools, resources, opportunities, aha moments, whatever. Equip men pursuit of manliness to pursue biblical manliness. We, we want to pursue being a man of God as we find in scripture. We want to get back to that. And so the part of the getting back to that for me is to make sure the quality of the content is as intentional as I think it should be. So when I think about the pursuit of manliness and I think about where I believe God is leading this podcast, this website, this social media platform. When I, when I think about that and I think about the path, the trail uh, that God has me on here, I think about better quality over more content. So my desire is if I put out a podcast, it's because I believe I need to put that podcast out. Um, my goal would be to put out one every single week. I just think it's good. It's rhythmic. We, we're very rhythmic people. We're very uh, seasonal ebb and flow people. I know I'm that way with podcasts that I listen to and things. So if it's not consistent, it's easy for me to forget it. So I prefer to do it every week, but I don't want to be in that position where I'm forcing out content or forcing out, you know, uh, just stuff. So you can have, so we have stuff because what happens is then it's, it's almost immediately regrettable because once the downloads start happening, you're like, man, I don't, I really don't like that. I shouldn't, you know, that was a waste. That wasn't good. That wasn't, you know, what it should have been. So I want to make sure that it's quality over uh, quantity, if you will. I want to make sure that it's intentional over continual, uh, especially with Twitter. I've really throttled that back. If you're on Twitter, then you probably know that, or maybe you haven't. It doesn't matter. You'll be okay. We'll both be okay. Um, I used to tweet, you know, three, four, five times a day. Um, I still, I, I, like, I know I have the bandwidth to do that. I just don't think I want to do that. I don't want to be all those times a day. If, if, if God just keeps putting things on my heart and my mind or whatever, then I'll, I'll start throwing it out. But I want to make sure that it's um, more intentional 
intentional over continual. Like if I do put something out that's well thought out, that I, that I can think about, you know, does it really equip men to pursue biblical manliness, or is this just um, a theory I have? Is this just an axe I need to grind with, you know, these types of people or this situation, or am I trying to, you know, I hate to say it, subtweet, or am I trying to do something, you know, just to get back? You no, know, I want to make sure it's more intentional over continual, and then I want you to grow over gather. Man, I want a bunch of guys to be connected to the pursuit of manliness. I want to see a ton of dudes, you know, in tribe. I love it when I see the signups for tribe. I want to see a ton of churches, you know, sign up for one more round and say, we're going to do it, man. I love it when guys get in 30 and 30. I love, you know, talking about 90 days. All that stuff is good. I want you to, to grow more than to gather. So as much as I want to see a bunch of guys connected to this, I want you to grow in that. If your church says, hey, man, we want to do one more round, you know, we, we have that conversation, we get it set up for you. I want your men to grow. Like, I don't want to, you know, if you get 300 guys that are in one more round and they're no better off than they were, you know, 12 weeks earlier, what were we doing? You know, I want there to be some form of growth because you've engaged with the pursuit of manliness. That, that's the heart behind it. That's why I stand out in the garage here out in the corner and record this content or, you know, make the videos or make those things because I want it to equip you. If I just wanted to equip me or say, look how good I am, I would just put it on my own personal page. I would just go to Jarrett Samuels and I would go on on my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitter, and I would just put all the content out on my page. But that's why I put it out on the places that have the Pursuit of Manliness logo because some people will be drawn to that just by the logo alone. They won't be drawn to me or my face or my family or my sports teams. But the logo is different. It, it just, it's a different branding element to it. So that's why I put it out there. I want it to be, again, better quality, more intentional, and I want you to grow over gathering. So when I think about content... You know, moving forward, this is not nothing new, you know, really, but, you know, we have several focuses here. Um, really, the, 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 a foundational focus on a lot of this is getting back to, to God and, and being in His Word. And I've been challenging our people to do this. You know, get outside and read the Word of God. And I hope you see that more from the pursuit of manliness. You know, outside, in nature, where God is, you know, not that God's not in your house, but in His creation, experiencing what God desires for us to experience. I, I want... To, I want you to see more of that. That's why it started to begin with. Not to be inside all the time. And not that it's wrong to be inside all the time. But as you, many of you guys know, it's different when you go outside. It's just different. So when we think about podcasts, we think about you know marriage and, and certainly parenting and men in the Bible. Uh, men in the Bible is, is so we can learn from these guys, so we can you know grow from that. You know, man skills. We want to equip, right? Interviews. Um, no, I, I, I don't. I don't do interviews every week, and, and, and we got to be really honest with you. I don't necessarily enjoy doing them every week. They're a lot of work, and, and any guy that does podcast interviews will tell you it's a lot of work. You know, getting their schedule, getting their you know time zone, um, getting it just right. You know, hoping that the audio works right. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time it does, but every once in a while, you know, I had one just recently that the audio didn't quite work right. Um, there's a lot of moving pieces when it comes to you know getting interviews. So uh, there'll be a balance between interviews and, and me talking, and and I hope to get around back to you know some of the roundtable discussions. Um, I had a couple that I've shared, and I got to be honest, when I have done roundtable discussion podcast. There's a couple guys I know that I shared theirs. The feedback has been really, really good. It's it's almost like the guys in pursuit of manliness resonate with regular guys. I love that. That's what I want. I've, I've had podcasts with guys who kill it in the real world, uh, if you will, uh, very successful from the world standards and, and shared their podcast. And 
Honestly, it doesn't resonate with you guys as much as the average guy who's just trying to get it right. Those are the ones that have like the highest downloads, the most comments. And part of that might be because you feel like you you know that guy. Maybe you know him from our closed group or another platform. I love it, man. And if God keeps providing us opportunities, we'll certainly you know do that as well. So again, our heart is that we follow Jesus, the manliest man's ever you know walked this this earth. We work and keep what God has entrusted to us. And then we invest in others to do the same. Just simple discipleship. Be disciples who make disciples. So, man, that's my, that's my heart. Man, I was excited to share that with you. I, I waited a few weeks. One, because I wanted to get that um, song from Tim that I appreciate him doing. Two, I wanted to make sure to get the right perspective, the right frame of mind, and just drill down into this message of, hey, this is what's been going on. I waited to share that uh, for a few weeks. Wanted to kind of let that marinate, make sure that was that message rang true. I also want to give you know Tim more time. He's a really busy guy, owns his own business, and so traveling and stuff that uh, you know to get the song and stuff. So there's a few moving pieces, but I wanted just to wait. I wanted to wait, and I wanted this to be the first message that I put back out. You know when the podcast you know went back. You know which um, I guess it is now. So I wanted to get that out to you guys and just kind of share my heart, share the journey, but also bring you in on the story of the pursuit of manliness. You know, that thing started in a coffee shop in a little town in Sea Rapids, Iowa, and with the idea of really connecting God in his creation and growing and getting me out of my comfort zone, but also challenging other men to do the same. And that's, that's the hope. And I feel like God in those, you know, three, four days out in the cabin, you know, kind of refocused me and uh, really in a really unique way that I uh, could not force and, and I wasn't anticipating. So I'm, I mean, I'm very, very thankful for it, but I'm also very thankful for you men who um, engage on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Like I said earlier, if you just, if you like something or comment on something or share something, man, I really, really value that. Uh, subscribing, leaving reviews, all that stuff is huge. Uh, man, I hope that you feel like we are in this together because because that's that's my intent. That's that's the plan that we want to build better men together. And the more we engage, the more we grow. So men, thanks for listening and let's keep pursuing biblical manliness. Get out of that comfort zone Men don't waste another moment God has called you to lead your home don't waste another day I'm a warrior I'm a lover I'ma never give up on your brother I'm a superhero A sinner that Christ redeemed I'm a provider I'm a winner I'm a Bible first believer well, that's my mission, and this is my legacy. Well, that's my mission, and this is my legacy.